This is the Time to Refresh podcast with Brad Refresh, the podcast about life, music, traveling, shit, literal shit that is, and weird and wacky stories with Brad and a range of guests from the planet Earth. Feel free to share the pod with your pals, your mom, your neighbor's dog, or even your shrink. It's all fun. You can follow our Facebook group called It's Time to Refresh Community or It's Time to Refresh on Instagram. Write into the pod, ask questions, and share your stories. Enjoy the pod! Hey kid, what time is that? It's time to refresh! You all right, how are we doing? I uh, just want to take two minutes of your time before we start this week's podcast uh, to tell you about our Patreon. Patreon is a tool that we're using to help the podcast grow, um, give you better content and, well, as I said, just let the podcast grow. So we've got three tiers. The first tier, there's only 20 of these spaces available and it's £1 for life and that's for It's Time to Refresh Originals. So if you've tuned in from day one uh, and you want to join the cause, you can sign up for £1. Um, just follow the link in the description. Uh, we've got the standard Patreon, which you get access to bonus episodes, uh, some exclusive content, Patreon specials, which we'll be recording, and uh, early access to all future episodes. So you'll be getting them on a Tuesday instead of a Friday, uh, which I think is fucking amazing for three quid. That's less than a coffee. And then we've got our legend status VIP Patreons, which is uh, £10. And that gets you tickets to all my gigs um, and it will get you free entry to any It's Time to Refresh associated um, events, gigs in the future. Um, So that's a little hint of what's coming up in the future. Um, If you do like the podcast, then please share it with your mates. We are trying to grow this little thing we've got going. We've got some amazing guests coming up in the future as well. um, And we want this to go bigger and better. So sign up at Patreon at patreon.com forward slash it's time to refresh thank you enjoy the episode uh, back once again with another podcast uh, this is episode 21 and it's the first ever double up episode so we've got doof and we've got reedy oh yo you're not gonna say hello no <laughs> <laughs> Reed camera just, shy doesn't want to say hello <laughs> hello everyone hello, i'm reedy and this is doof <laughs> I don't know if you've realised or not yet, but Doof's just literally been picked up from a festival, so... Just? Yeah. Like, so. got back. And he's still on the beard as well. <laughs> I, need, I need a perky, uh, so I don't start falling asleep. But, yeah, there's my wristband. I've just gone back. It's probably a terrible idea for me to be doing a podcast now, because I'm obviously still a little bit intoxicated and I've had no sleep over the last few days <laughs> but it's gonna be should be fun yeah it should be fun let's have a laugh at my expense so <laughs> hey mate I'm, I'm still gonna put it out it'll be funny <laughs> um, now um, so you went to Solfest you've just been saying off camera there um, about you enjoying Pendulum so yeah. how was the weekend overall you, you went on the Saturday yeah, it was a spare of the, spare of the moment uh, decision. I was talking to a pal randomly. I'd had a scroll through Facebook previously, uh, first time in, I don't know, a few weeks. I don't really, I try not to go on every day because it can get addictive, Facebook, with all the, the scrolling and that. So yeah, it becomes habit. 
Aye. Um, so I randomly spoke to a pal and uh, like, ah, oh, Solfest's on like good weather and that at the minute. Like, he's like, I was thinking about, because he's good at his own business. How's that? thinking about uh, getting the staff to run the business or even like shoot for the night and go through but like lads I was going to be going through with uh, they uh, can't make it so I'm a bit gutted uh, and I was like well I've just temporarily hopefully uh, split up with my girlfriend again for the thousandth time this year unfortunately <laughs> and i'm also off work at the minute while me um internet uh provider gets changed off her so i was free it was paid here a couple of days before that as well so i was like right if you need something to go with i'm your man let's make it happen so it was a spare the moment decision uh Went through, got there like sort of late-ish, um, sat uh, excellent, uh, yeah. what a what a belter weekend, uh, as brief as it was, best set, uh, main arena, Saturday night, pendulum. What were the playing new stuff or old stuff? Um, probably a bit of both, lots uh, of classics, uh, favourite uh, song played was uh, Pendulum's remix, uh, Voodoo People, Class. which I've actually got a little bit of a story uh, about that. One of the nights I played at uh, Electric Soup, I can't remember, it'll be in one of the Dutty Donkers right. um, nights, um, I think. We played um, it at Songs in the Lakes as well. Hmm? We played it at Songs in the Lakes as well, that thing at the fucking town ground. The, the pen pendulum? Ah, uh, we played Voodoo People at the end of the first hour. Oh, I didn't realise. I, I, I thought it was the first me doing the electric soup. But uh, anyway, so um, uh, I used to do the the odd hour, uh, last hour for the Dutty Donkers lads, like uh, playing Machina and that. And so uh, just for a laugh, I thought um, I'll be a bit experimental here. And so I think I was playing a uh, Quancin Overflow. Which is blow that whistle, blow that whistle, dun, 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 dun. right? So if I said the name Overflow, people would be like, "Oh, what's that?" So you have to like blow that whistle, like teach them through that. And <laughs> so played that, and then uh, I dropped, I dropped the uh, pendulum mixer of voodoo people, and uh, how did you get on? It's a bit different to what their crowd. Well, to. from what I've seen from the crowd. <laughs> They seem to be like going wild and that, but the MCs that they, they couldn't they couldn't like uh, MC. Do we do it? The proper yeah. they were struggling. Uh, one of them uh, come offered to us, and they were like respect doof, like sound sound for playing this. Uh, but like we can't MC. Are we in that? Can you can you get the the, the monkey back on and uh, monitor? <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, well, of course. I was only just playing the one uh, song yeah. like for a laugh. And so then uh, after that, just to push boundaries further, <laughs> um, I didn't go too well, but I played, um, you see, Gamera, Darren Styles, Come Running. Oh, yeah, Darren Styles. Yeah, that's a good tune that I get every young guy, isn't it? It just it mixed a treat in uh, uh, voodoo people. And uh, I start, started mixing it uh, at a mad place, maybe like in the middle of a breakdown or summer. And then just at the right time, because when you 
you mix it there, the riff comes in, and it's just like, oh, what a mix. After that, I went to the Ark, not the Ark, I went back to the Monkey and like whatever. Sounds like a decent like The lads wanted to like MC and whatever and that like bo. Uh, from what I could say, uh, I think the the crowd enjoyed it. Well, <laughs> I hope they appreciated what happened because you don't really get things like that. Not where around DJs here, no. will be like experimental, like yeah. to that degree, and just like try like other genres, like like mix it up and stuff like that. I remember I done a you put on a you asked me to do a, a good uh, event once. I can't remember where it was at, but you wanted us to play old school like italian unknowns yeah yeah and that was class for me to be able to dig through the crates and like go through uh, like loads of songs uh, uh, like class songs but just not like your th express like yeah. sort of bomb diggy diggy bomb bomb diggy bomb like sort of like uh vibes that you normally get played so that was a that was a, a really good gig and at the end of that uh i played Vuliver Monkey Tune, uh, yeah. Vuliver, uh, uh, for the last song, and um, I just put the pitch right up so it would like play at the the Machina speed uh, yeah. right at the end of uh, playing like a uh, at a uh, Italian speed. So it's a good set. There. I remember that. Uh, I'm still with the recordings for that somewhere. Real? Send you the. I want the recordings from, from the last, uh, last time we were there. He said he had a recording. <coughs> I've got it uploaded. Well, when I when I was talking Not to uploaded publicly. No, it's uploaded on a private on my cloud. Oh, please do. Oh, please. Ballistic. Sorry. No, that can't can't be public. Well, not to laugh at least listen to it first. I'll tell you now, you won't want that public. Not saying you shite on it, but you you shite on it. Like, oh, I will be. I will be. Like, I'll odd me answer to that. Um, but guys, so to wrap to wrap the festival off, um, Pendulum was unrolled. Then right after Pendulum, there was Friction, Dunbar's DJ, another tent, and mm. Matrix and Future Bound. After, after him, decent, superb, class, superb. So was it a good weekend, Solfest? Like, uh, and last minute, yeah, like, I know. To go I was just think though, like, like last minute plans are always the best. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, like. I remember looking forward to, I can't remember if it was like a weekend or an event or something like that, it was, I built myself up for it for like six months, because it was well in advance, and I got there, and I think I'd overexcited myself, like this is going to be the best thing ever. And it was shit. And it, it, it was, it was good, but it wasn't oh, what I pictured. <laughs> but then, there's times when like, mates have messaged saying, like on a Friday night, all oh, this event's on so and so, I'd fancy it. And I've went to it and it's like one of the best nights of my life. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Like it's just because, I think it's just because it's off the cuff and best No, no expectations yeah. rather mm -hmm. than uh, we'd maybe, have <coughs> been to a tidy weekender? I haven't, no. Oh, well, it's something we went to a lot and you'd buy your tickets in in advance and tidy weekender is probably a bad example for this uh, sort of crack, but when you, you buy tickets in advance and like, You've got loads of expectations because you're waiting ages till the event and yeah. like, uh, and I don't know, it might not be as good as what it would have been if you'd have just went spare the moment thing. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, 
I was going to go to one of them. Uh, I backed them for it because I don't like this fucking startup campaign thing. And Did they? Never. No, no. <laughs> Kickstarter, it was. Uh, last and, one ever. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the last one ever. Which It was the last one ever, from what I can gather. It was like... I've been to about eight or nine of them, and every one of them's been the last one ever. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, just what it is. Uh, they love that for the marketing, uh, the marketing tactics. Well, they're, they're well, coming I'm back and doing because um, Definitely not. It's, uh, Apparently been, the last one that's just been on that tidy land is meant to be one of the best ones I've ever done. Oh. I think it's because they've waited, like... The people who booked it initially, they've waited, like, three years uh, past the pandemic and all that. They've made it outdoors as well, so on the green in Pontins. Pont- Pont- Pressed that in mm. the last year, was it? I mean, it's, it's Pontins Pont- or Butlins or something yeah. like that. Uh, Anyways, on the green there, they've, they've made it the stage and outdoor for the day, so it's like... Someone was saying about that last night. <coughs> someone who was saying about the outdoor stage. Since I found out about, about the Tidy Weekenders, I didn't miss one. I went there yeah. every single weekend, so I'm just like, I had a... But as soon as I heard there was a thing but um, big following and working though eh? like a lot a lot of people go from working uh, to yeah I had outsides massive uh, I'll say from the Fustons really yeah well I was going to say just as much as like the Bounce or New Monkey scene but the younger kids aren't into it eh? took the words right out of my mouth mm. the newer generation like not really get, getting in our house uh, because there's like no more events uh but yeah, saying that, right, after we we were talking and that you were saying about the the this tech trance thing that's on this hard this techno whatever you were saying before, do you know what I'm about there? I don't even know what it is, but what I, the way I describe it is it's like Shugs, David Rust, is it David Nemo as well? Like that. I remember you saying them a couple of their <coughs> names there, but I can't remember the crack. <laughs> oh, it was uh, it's it's the big techno kick drums with the Adolph bass lines. And I think now, oh, for instance, yeah, yeah. I seen a video yesterday, um, and I might get, be getting this wrong, but that is it. Holly Ho, Holly Lang is it played? Do you know what Hannah Lang? Mm-hmm. Hannah Lang is that right? I feel like I, I recognise. Uh, it's a DJ. Oh. She was playing at um, Creamfields, and she dropped um, "Love So Deep" by uh, Kid Dynamo, which had house trackers on cheeky tracks, and um. that and well, as I say, like hard house getting played at. Creamfields, it's, it's not a bad bad thing, is it really? It always used to. I, I was going to say, but, they, they would have from, from <laughs> 2012 till now. Yeah, no, it hasn't been. Yeah, do you know what I mean? There'll maybe be uh, it, it, a tide of tracks and stuff. Bear in mind, this was at, like, on, the, on, the trick, on the tricks stage. I think it was on the other stage, uh, didn't it, as well? Yeah, uh, that, that definitely sounds right. Yeah. So, but it's good that it's sort of creeping back, because all, all young kids were loving it. Like, you seen on the video, it was like... Um. The weekenders, where it's just a Butlins or Pontins yeah. or holiday camp. It's cheap and cheerful, isn't it? Thousands of people all there to do exactly what you're doing. Yeah. All there to Keep have a laugh. In the shell, music. <laughs> yeah. At like, get wreck party. You have uh, uh, blocks of chalets and you just go around from like different blocks to uh, like. Um, Wherever you are, your decks are, like, uh, yeah, like decks people, you just like, uh, like uh, the, the amount of uh, <coughs> people I've met uh, over the years uh, by going to them, and even though I haven't been to a weekend in uh, like, a, a few years now, yeah. there's still like people I talk to that have just like met it mm. at the weekenders. Uh, um, I would advise anyone who likes Hard House, Bounce, 
hardcore, anything like that. If you yeah. haven't been to a tidy weekend, go to one. Yeah, like, how much are the pages? Quite fuck, possibly you know? the best. <laughs> quite possibly the best weekend of your life. Yeah. Like as I said before on the podcast, uh, once I found out about them and went to one, like I didn't miss one. Yeah. Like. Not financial advice, but I took a loan out once <laughs> uh, just so I could go to it. That's yeah. a terrible idea. Never do that. Uh, but uh, it was well worth the money. Class. Class. Right, we'll get on to yours too then, because I haven't heard him speak yet. <laughs> oh, just let him no. talk. Uh, uh, I could do it some sleep. Nah, uh, I just two in the last how, how did you meet each other? Uh, that's a funny one. Can. Do you want to tell it or do you, do you want me to? Or can you not remember? Um, is it the house and the, the uh, Right, well, um, I was living, I'd just moved it well, I'd not long moved into the house in Wookiee, and there was like three or four of us living in it at the time, and it was a fucking party you, house. You, you tell the bit uh, until you go to bed. <laughs> I'll take it So, there. anyways, we'd had fucking hell on with the neighbours. We were on our like third or fourth warning off, like getting kicked out. And yeah, it's loud music. And loud music, people fucking turning up all the time, one thing yeah. and another. I wasn't going to walk, I think I was on my last warning at Wook for not going in. And, uh, Whatever night it was, he'd been out with who was it Stacey was living with us at the time, he'd been out with or someone was it her buffer? Maybe. But any odds. That night I was like, right, I'm going to work in the morning, so I, I knew that they were all gonna come back and put the fucking decks on in the kitchen. So I took all the phono leads and everything out of the fucking back of the decks and went to bed. Sleeping away, next thing I can boom, 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 boom. I saw you took the cable so like no one could like Use yeah. the decks, and uh, me and Ellie said, uh, "Come round like partying," and uh, like, "Oh, decks and that, we we'll mind a mix and that," <laughs> and uh, like, "Oh, fucking, oh, Reedy's took her uh, the cables and that the bed with him." I think Kel was like saying to us, and uh, well, Reedy only lived round the corner from Lal Ellis's house. Uh, my engineer, big shout yeah. out, Ellie. <laughs> so we just both looked at each other. We'll just go and get the cables. Class. So we went round to Ellis's at God knows what time in the morning. Uh, went hunting for cables, come back round, wiped the decks up and that. Had, to f- had, had, had them pumping. And uh, that was the first time I'd, like, been into his house. And, uh, <laughs> Didn't know him from Adam at the time. Uh, or Ellis. No, I think I'm, I'm maybe... Bumped in, yeah. I, I bumped into you a couple of like, fucking things in fusion, but we I'll haven't really had a proper cracker out. Right, I'll be. What year is this then? That should be either 2008 or 2009 or something. Right, right, nobody's just a good time frame. But uh, I, I, I come downstairs cutting a fucking prawn, like, you fucking assholes, what, who the fuck do you think is are in that? And he, if you meet Ellis when he gets drunk, his eyes close and his head tilts back a little bit, and I'm like, is this cunt even awake? <laughs> No fancy alarm mix, cause. <laughs> <laughs> class, class. So, was this your last warning then, on, on, on the house at this point? Uh, no, I think we were in there for another four or five months, like. Uh, I'm surprised I didn't get it, uh, didn't get, didn't get it, you shut down like everything else in town, eh? Do you know what I mean? It was touch and go at one point. <laughs> uh, after he lived there, he moved to somewhere else where he, he lives now, and, uh we become we start becoming like really close like 
pals at this Is that point. through music and that as well? Like um, I, We met through friend of friends and mm. like a similar interest uh, like in music. Uh, but not just music, like we've got loads oh, of... Do, like, you, do you like wrestling as well? No. No. <laughs> no. Do you like skating? No. No. Um, I used to play um, computer games, like video games, mm. like um, Xbox or whatever. Um the last game I played was uh, GTA Five, I believe, when that was come out, about a few years ago now. Last game I played, like GTA, I played was GTA Four. That was the that's how long I haven't played, played games in years. Yeah, um, <coughs> liked them as a kid, but I'd be scared to play one now in case I got sucked into it and uh, just take off your life. And well, you when, don't when gain we went into lockdown, like uh, I'd, I'd. I don't even know why I had a computer. I had PlayStation for whatever reason. And this, this game came out. What's the one where you got into the Gulag? Oh, Warzone. Right. I, went, I downloaded this because all my mates were like, get on this. This is lockdown fucking thing to do. Yeah. And then... Good. I, I would play a computer game like uh, lockdown. Uh, right. But it was shite because you jump out of an aeroplane and I was fucking shot before I hit the ground. Dead. <laughs> like, like, I just thought, these people, I've, I've been out of the... Because I stopped playing games at Call of Duty 4, like Modern modern Warfare. Uh, so, yeah. like, it's a, it's a while back, like 2008, 2009. And I thought, I've been on the game for too long. I can't build myself up to be as good as them, so I'm fucking this right off. So that lasted a day. Uh, and that was me out of gaming. <laughs> I was like, right, I'll just make some more music. That'll do. I really yeah. played out for... <clears throat> good decision, because you don't get out from wasting hours, like, playing games. Entertainment, though, But if you uh, waste hours... Making a song, then like yeah, you learn and, from and then you can get a finished product uh, from it that can now get released on your label if not signed by someone else. Yeah, and then you can get money from it and uh, build your 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 fan base. Like uh, yeah, uh, uh, that's a no brainer. <laughs> nah, I just thought I'd you know like you felt so, like you missed out. Moral the of the story: be more productive with your time. Well, yeah. Uh, I when was, when was the there. last time we made a mix? I don't know. You can't say I haven't seen anything <laughs> on Doof UK in ages. I know. It's maybe like 2018. Some last time I put a mix of shotgun. I know. Um, a pal of mine, uh, Frankie, shout Lee Weir, shout out Frankie Baby. He's just got a pretty much, uh, well, he already had a CDJs and a mixer, but. It's just got a massive deck stand, um, techniques, yeah. uh, brand new speakers. I've been round a couple of times uh, helping set things up and whatever, had a couple of mixes with him. But there's a, apart from him, there's like different things happening at the minute. And he's been like showing us a, um, a few things and I'm going to this festival as well, talking to DJs and that. The, that were on the I know from Roundy and whatever. I'm starting to get the a bit the of bug. a uh, I'm starting to get a bit of a bug back and uh, hopefully I'll what, what, what is it you want to, to do? Uh, like what style? Or just a bit of everything? If I, you were to come back what I, were you, what would you I do? just wanna blow the dust off the decks. Yeah. It's just boxed up like gathering dust at the minute. Blow the dust off and just have a mix and just enjoy having a mix again because yeah. I, I don't like as I say the decks are boxed up gathering dust like since I last moved house 
they've just never been <coughs> they've never been uh, set back up so I want to get back in uh, just uh, maybe half an hour an hour every day just uh, getting back into it yeah. no like plans on like doing, doing anything, anything more with the channel creating mixes uh, DJing anywhere um, but never say never uh, what about I'm, you when was last time Dexter fired up Maybe about a month ago for half an hour or something like that. They'll they'll get an hour's use every fucking four or five months or something like that. <laughs> and what are you what were you playing? Just out of interest. Uh, I think it was hardcore I was playing. Hardcore, right. We've gonna nice Although I did a I sort of recorded a mix for my pal's wedding before uh, was it May or something like that, and oh. that was that was bounce hardcore and machina. Right. What, it, what, like a few hours long or something? No, like it that. was just an hour. An hour, and you just feed it all the way. So that was the last, the last recording you'd done, so to say. Ah, uh, pretty uh. much. And even that was mostly like bits of. Every so often I'll like go on the decks and I'll record like six minutes and it'll be maybe two mixes and I'll be like, right, I'll, I'll do something with that at some point. <laughs> and then nothing ever happened. So I like sort of stitched a few of them together and, yeah, pal, there's for the last hour of your wedding, do. Not bad. Uh, what I was going to say is, uh, now that I'm getting the, the buzz back uh, a little bit, I want to start going to his house more and um, work on a, a project we've I don't Well, we've it's over 10 years we've been talking yeah, about this and not doing it. Like little bits <laughs> being made, little like segments, but uh, we're a long way off uh, having uh, an hour mix. And what it is, in other genres, you see it happen all the time. A good example would be Roddy Style and Ben Stevens. They've done something called Chaos Theory. Right. Where they just, it was a live set and just mashed loads of things up. Yeah. And um, I've not seen anyone do anything like, like that, really, in the Machina scene. It was like half on Ableton, half on Tractor sort of thing with about fucking eight decks or something. Right, uh, so you like, you make mashups and samples of different bits, putting it all together in a mix. Like, so um, you, you, you... Yeah. Decent uh, idea. Um, I, I rate fucking Ben Stevens and Roddy Starr, like massively um, really good producers. Um, but uh, I can't remember who, who... I've seen someone do it before, like with, with the with the mashup thing, and I think it works excellent. Maybe Gamma or someone like that. Like, yeah, I think, I think Gamma done like uh, a few stuff like something about a snowman, how to build a snowman or something like that. Most genres, you probably yeah. put something like that. But no get your finger out and get it done. Machina, uh, I, uh, me and uh, him by seller, we've uh, made uh, a couple of bits and um, pieces, just like little segments, like mm. one song, but with like ten other songs, like chop parts in it. Yeah. Uh, but long way uh, off uh, doing a full finished pro product. But that's something that uh, I'm going to like try and uh, take some time out uh, to do. Um, people really appreciate stuff like that as well, like, because now loads of people can just fire up decks, mix end to end. But when you see creative things like this, you see a lot of pe a lot of people dip, like go towards that. I've just seen someone put out a, like a, a mega mix mashup, and it's an hour of tunes. But there's like some so much stupid like in it, like hundred and forty tunes in the hour. Have you seen that uh, two hour one that Alex K made of like nineties classics? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like that. I a lot awesome. of them aren't even like proper dance tunes. Some of them are just pop tunes that he's thrown in. So yeah. they can like. 
really fucking good. That's a really good mix. But if you notice on it though, it gets a lot of attention because people's attention spans are shit nowadays. Yeah. So it's like if you're playing thirty what seconds of a song. I've said if you play 30 seconds of a tune now, you'll get people's attention and they'll drift out. But if it's constantly 30 seconds, oh, here's another tune or not, he's in the, and keep, so it, 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 them type of stuff does get a lot of traction. Um, I, I do like them, it's just very time consuming to make. I'd rather produce a track over than do, do, do a mega mix, but so yeah. you look, lads could do definitely. Um, <coughs> yeah, uh, uh, producing, making, making tracks. Uh, <laughs> that hasn't happened in a long time, has it? I also um, have. <laughs> Probably done more producing work than DJing over the last couple of years, but um, I do all my tunes with uh, LECs, my like engineer. Like, yeah. You know, like, so, uh, what was the last tune you released? Tune. I put out probably publicly. Right. Well, not. I won't talk about my last release that was on a label, Aye. but uh, just like for Rave Crack for the, the podcast and that. One of the last tunes me and Ellis finished was um, like, um, we'd done it for a laugh, like just for a joke. Aye. It was uh, a remix of Destiny's Child, I'm a Survivor. Fuck I, I think <laughs> it was. But, um, I don't remember this. Right. What I would come about was, um, there's not a lot of original creativity in the North East Machina scene. A um, lot of outstanding producers, making yeah. unreal uh, originals, but there's so many remixes. And, uh, Sounds a, like the bouncy. A couple well. of the the Monta lads, they've like took the piece, and like they've remixed um, like Aqua or Barbie Girl or mm. something like this. Do you know what uh, tunes I'm on about here? That uh, probably Static Stone. Uh, you've probably showed us some. Oh, I don't know. Well, uh, the the stuff the uh, just like for a, a, a laugh, <laughs> uh, but people were loving it. Venga uh, Boys, boom, boom, boom. That was one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so, uh, I was having, cr having a crack with Ellis uh, about uh, possibilities of doing a song like this and uh, we were just uh, going through like endless lists of acapellas and uh, we found the, the Survivor, Destiny's Child acapella and uh, we were just like, oh, should we just choose that? Like, Fire the fuck for, not, eh? for a laugh, it was just like random and... <laughs> Ellis uh, wrote uh, a simple but uh, quite catchy melody uh, in a bouncy, like, Monta style. And because it was Destiny's Child, we didn't want to, like, put our name to it or yeah. anything like that. And um, so what we've done, like, no one... No, I think I maybe told one person from the Monta label that we were doing this or whatever. But what what happened was we finished uh, the tune, which was also one of the qu quickest... Uh, not only takes the ages to make a tune, well, it yeah. was for, for me and Ellis and it was... But we'd, like, rattled this off in, like, a day, a couple of days or something. Mm -hmm. And um, so I finished the tune, and what I'd done was... Uh, on my uh, YouTube channel, my Monte UK Machina, like part whatever mixes, 
one of the might have been the, the last one of them I done. I played it a uh, first song. Right. And uh, it's under uh, an alias. It's uh, I think it's Destiny's Charvers or something like that. Griffin. Destiny's Charvers Survivor. Um, oh, I can't remember the actual name, but I wasn't saying Doofanelli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you know I, mean? I seen just like I just kept it a secret. <laughs> uh, so no one knows apart from you and you and Statty. And everyone who's listening now. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, I, I was having a crack with. Do you know? Do you know Dave Gray from? Uh, oh, he's yeah. an ad I've seen. He's. he's General Bounty goes under the name. Oh, I, know. I had him oh, yeah. on the podcast a few weeks ago. Oh, so, that's, I haven't listened yet. <coughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I um, listened to that. So we were having a crack on the way, on the way to the, to doing the podcast, and uh, he was saying that people were certain people were sending him music and that. Uh, he won't mind me saying this, like, but he says, and he and he, and he was having a crack with one of the lads, and he says, honestly, I can't believe I'm not getting any bookings. Blah blah blah. They were saying this to Dave, and he was like. Well, what do you expect? No one's going to take you seriously if you're remixing, like, as you say, like you said, Destiny's Child and that. Putting the name to it, but every tune is a, a chart, cheesy chart remix. No one's going to book you to play it. Unless it's like, a, like a, some sort of gimmick. You need to make original music. Yeah, or remix tunes that are less cheesy. And like, it takes a lot of time to get to that standard just yeah. because you're now at the standard where you can make a tune. You can write the the tune. You can mix it down well. Give it a bit of a master theme or whatever. Tune, write the but theme tune. It doesn't mean that it's a, an anthem, a really good yeah, song, yeah, a future yeah, anthem. Yeah. What people are gonna love on the dance floor um, to to make an anthem can be a really easy thing to do because uh, some tunes that just fly together, like yeah. Um, but um, so it's easy uh, make an anthem. But for it to be an anthem where people are like are loving it, that's like the hardest thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have to you have to get to it at a certain level where you can not just like make a tune, but like just constantly keep making tunes till you get just that one that just happens to stand out for the rest of them, and you've got yourself an anthem. I've seen a few people now, especially I'm not. I don't know much about the the northeast scene, but. In oh, it's class, hardcore. man. It's, class. it's really good, really good. <laughs> but in bouncing hardcore, I've seen a few people now get like pop vocals, and these pop vocals are just carrying the full track. There's not, they're not doing, they're doing, uh, adding yeah. a bass line and maybe a, a little tiny melody because there's, it's like a pop song and there's constant singing throughout. They're just cheating. It feels like they're cheating their way out of, of, of making a proper track. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. a kick, a bass line. I like remixes, but yeah. you can't have every song that you're doing like a remix of a pop. Pop tune, yeah. No disrespect to anyone that's doing that. It's yeah. Good, uh, yeah, I've done it myself. Like, don't uh, get me wrong. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We've all done it, but I think uh, your uh, point is you can't just do that. You, on that yeah. you, you can't expect to be taken seriously as well. Yeah. Like. And it'd be better for your, for your own... Uh, for yourself, uh, learning and becoming a, a better producer. If you're not just um, um, using remix kits where yeah. you get the full stems, the music, and uh, as well as the the a cappella, so mm. you don't have to really write much music. All the exactly, notes, it's uh, all there for you. Like yeah, 
Uh-huh. Right, so I want to. I know we're off on a bit of a tangent there again. I want to get onto the. Oh, the, there'll be tangents. So yeah, <laughs> obviously. But um, I want to get into when. When did you just like group together and do doof and reading? What was the first gig like? Because um. I knew you first, I, th- I believe. Um, and then he's. I seen you started doing bits together. Because um, I, I, I'm sure I, I booked you both in that in like 2011 or something for fucking it was dead the night um, Elliot I've had him on a, a couple of times yeah I've had him on his, on his own and I've had you on your own and then I've, I, I booked you on the same, same night one night as well right, I was under the impression we'd done a, a few gigs he's did a doof and ready thing for me on for, with Scott Brown as well right I or Sound for, for oh, the booking again. <laughs> uh, that, that was more you did that for us than we did that for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I, knew, I knew, honestly, I knew you were massive fans of them, massive fans of Scott Brown, so it was like, I think it was only fitting there. And then, I put you on after him as well, didn't I? Before I got into yeah, it, New Monkey, out like that, I was like listening to Scott Brown on the bonkers, like CDs yeah. and tapes, and he's been, it was, so he's technically like, Childhood hero, man. That's for me as well. And so, I, uh, I'd be on the decks after him. Been embarrassing there uh, because the control and I'm just used to like CD decks and things yeah. like that. Um, I, I said to him like, "How do you work this? How do you get like my sticks in and change uh, the song and whatever?" <laughs> uh, but I, I'd met him before on a, <coughs> a boat party, uh, a rave in Amsterdam. Yeah. And uh, but no, he's a he's a really because uh, some. DJs like they're up their own ass and like, I think he likes to party as MCs, well. Okay. Like the 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 terrible like to talk to and try and have a crack weed. Uh, but Scott Brown though is a good bloke. Yeah, even though it was quite, you could tell he like he wanted to be there sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. And when he done his set, he didn't just leave like every other DJ would yeah. do. Oh, they do the set and then they just f off. Where Half of them have it, got three bookings all across the country, haven't they? Uh, yeah. he, he stayed. He had like, another booking as well that night, yeah. so, he, so he, yeah, yeah. He, he, liked, uh, he, he seemed to be re- like a man and Reedy set, uh, especially uh, he played uh, Static's remix of uh, Sonic. Uh, yeah. you'll pl- oh, I think I, 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 He played a uh, Static mix of Sonic, and he come off it, uh, he was on the decks play at the time, and he come off it, and he was like... That's Sonic, huh? I was like, ah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll send you a copy of it. Uh, I've well, heard uh, any sets whether he, he's played it or yeah. not. But, um, um, I must say, for the people I've booked in the past, where you've had to deal with, say, like agents or you've had to deal with contracts and stuff like that, it's, there hasn't been a great deal of them, but he was the easiest to deal with out of all of them. Like, just straightforward, simple didn't have these fucking stupid riders where it needs to be this, it needs to be <laughs> yeah. that. I need to have fucking 20 bottles of vodka waiting for me. Yeah. Fucking, that's 200 Lambert and Butlers, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's... I don't know if they're on the go anymore, but good, good grief. Yeah. That brand, uh, I wonder if it's terrible. We terrible. Had the, uh, when I worked at Fusion, we had them uh, there for a, uh, a night or two and uh, t- terrible. Like, just with riders and stuff like that, is uh, it? Or? Just everything. Just <laughs> all the demands and... Uh, <laughs> if I had a club it myself like now as as and, it and people wanted them up to put something on, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. It was, that, was it Alex Kidd and Lisa Lashes that were on that night or something like that? Mm. 
don't think it'll have been Alex Kidd. I don't know. It's Alex like Kidd will have been uh, Dobby's night. Yeah. Good grief. It's only like a bit of a good grief line about, like... You're thinking of Alex I'm Kidd. I'm thinking that Alex <laughs> Kidd. Yeah. It was definitely Alex Kidd. In fact, last time <coughs> I was on the podcast, uh, did I say about... Um, when I was talking about Marco, Alex Kidd pulled the um, the headphones uh, out the... Yeah, like, yeah, you did, the, I? The mixer that bad, the... the the port like fell in. You you couldn't get headphones. Like yeah. the mixer was knackered basically. So Laura May couldn't do a set after him. So Marco had to go on the decks, and he he done the last hour with no headphones. Oh fucking yeah! Marco told this story as well, and he was he was bringing the tune in and beat matching it through the monitor. Ah uh, 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 yeah, I uh, just uh, like yeah, you can see the BPM counter on the the CDG, so you can like. Sort of like get you a bit close and then just put you up, have a little listen, oh, slow down, yeah, 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 yeah. slow down, oh, too much, like, <laughs> sort, sorted. Um, uh, you don't mix in trance as well, which I would say is harder to mix in uh, some, some of the, the genres I play. Yeah. And uh, I, I, yeah, I will, that, that was the night I. Uh, Good group coming. Alex Kidd came and uh, blocked the mixer. <laughs> Alex Kidd, not Alex K. Just from that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Um, so you're we doing gigs and that together. I think I first seen you team up. So this was prior to um, the Scott Brown night. I seen you team up and you've done Hardcore Explosion in Ulverston for Beachy. There was a few of them. There was a, you'd done a few in town. Grapes. Was it grapes? Ah, yeah, yeah. Scion in grapes. Yeah, and uh, uh, possibly um, a few others. And then he did Royal Oak as well, which I'm not sure if he got any of the bigger names on in Royal Oak or not. I can't remember. I don't even know if he did Royal Oak. Before, 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 um, I don't know if you can remember. I'll just, I'll slap you if you if you've forgotten about it. One of the nights we were DJing in a fine bar for beach of our car explosion event. Yeah. Do you know what I'm gonna say? I think, I think I do. Why? Uh, do you wanna? Uh, tell <laughs> I'll, I'll the story. let you tell the story. <laughs> um, so I don't know if. I was in the DJ box at the same time, or it was just him, and I don't know if he was just standing there going through his wallet, or it was actually no, on the No, no, I was on the decks. Oh, were you on the I decks? I was on oh. the decks. There's a photo somewhere. He got a blowjob. <laughs> Did you? I don't know who the, the last was. Uh, and I like that. Uh, but I, I actually just oh. went in the DJ box, whipped his pants down, just started noshing him off. Oh, I thought okay. about stopping and then... Fuck it, just let it carry on. Oh, what, are we still mixing? <laughs> aye. Oh, this is while he was on the decks, aye. I think I'm and sure Beachy or Maggie's or some man's got a photo of you. Right. That's um, insane. Um, <laughs> afterwards... Is it, that the DJ effect or was that just because you're a handsome lad? I, I don't know. Ah, it must be a bit of both. Uh, and she's seen you on them decks before having a piece of that. <laughs> couldn't wait to get home though, I was eh? like, dude, did you say that? Did you say that? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <coughs> Some lasso just coming to the uh, DJ box, starting noshing us off. I was like, how, how far I miss this? Where is she? Has she got a pal? <laughs> Class. Uh, hey, I've, never, I've, I've heard some questionable stuff going on, like that before, in clubs and stuff, but it's never been 
in the actual DJ box in front of everyone. Like, well, he had to finish the set off because I took a yam with us. <laughs> <laughs> classy, classy. I'm gone. What do you mean? You're gone. Gone with Lasso, man. Uh, like, preoccupied. I sort it out. Ah, fair enough, player. I've You've fun. never told us that game before, like, that's class. Um, so, Beachy had a f- class idea of putting an event on through Ulverston, yeah. which is terrible place to get to, my I add. Yeah. But it's a, just a middle of nowhere, isn't it, really? Oh, the roads are so bad. Yeah. Anywhere from, like, here to Barra. Yeah. And, uh, right, so the hardcore bit was in, like, a basement. Yeah. Then above it was, uh, like, your standard pub. Yeah. Then above that was accommodation. Uh, the sun in, so, yeah, it's like a big, a big hotel, but with a rave then underneath. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so uh, it was mad uh, being there, the rave bit, uh, people wrecked uh, off their heads and stuff, and then uh, you'd maybe want to go to your room and get some at or chill for ten. And it was like weird, like going from like a rave, like sweat box, like walking through a pub, and yeah. just normal people having a pint and that. Everyone's looking like they've just been dug up. Yeah. So they've been dead six months. And uh, to go upstairs to the, the, um, uh, the, the rooms. Now, this wasn't intended, and it's not something normally like do when we stay in hotels uh, and spots uh, but uh, I am ashamed to say as funny as uh, a lot of it was but we absolutely wrecked the spot every single fucking room I don't know how we got access to every single room but we were in every single so room so when you say wrecked the spot what did you do? Uh, oh. the telly was thrown out the window like I walked into one of the bedrooms. Was it? I uh, don't remember the telly. There was like, because it was a thin alley underneath, there was like a catch net in between to like stop yeah, stuff on I remember them. that. Well, somebody decided to use that as a trampoline for the telly and they were trying to like bounce the, it up and down. Oh my God. So there was that and people kept losing the, the room keys and... Um, was it Coxie <laughs> Cox, had the master key? Co- Coxie had the master key. Was it... You don't need a key. Step aside. So he just walked to the door, turned and turned around, and just went boom. Door just flew over. No doubt, like probably like bust the the, the, the locket or whatever. Like I <coughs> saw, so then now no one needed to uh, a key anymore in case I lost them. They were just like how many cars in them now? I think there was like six cars of us lot went down so we had like the entire building booked out other than the like two rooms that Beachy and the lads had as well yeah Um, I think at one point I like went to throw a a lamp like a vase not a vase uh, a lamp lampshade and that uh, at someone or summit but he was still plugged into the thing and so I like threw it like went like kicky, but then it just shot back because it's still like wired in and that. Then the lights were all out and um, everyone was going nuts. And then the wardrobe was pushed over. And <laughs> la la la, this instead that like if a wardrobe comes like fall in the wardrobe, what do you do? You, you put your way. hands out. Oh, like, you move on the way. Movie. He just like went to like try and stop it with his head. <laughs> um, I woke up. 
the the next day we'd a pigeon on the pot <laughs> bed. Brilliant. Like uh, yeah. the, I come walking you know, into the, the room or something like that. Yeah, the windows oh, were I wide open. Like, uh, I come walking into the room and you had to sort of like walk into the room a few steps and then turn a corner to actually see the bed. And Doof's like sprawled out with the sheet half hanging off the bed, he's flat out, and there's just this fucking pigeon chilling right on the corner of the oh, bed. snuggled right up to us. <laughs> Class. Uh, because that happened, and we went back home and told the rest of our pals, oh, last weekend was Belter. Uh, we, en- we ended up, like, trashing the spot, uh, which none, in- none intended. Uh, I've kept the story very short because I could talk about Overstone for a while, but, like, we have much to discuss. <laughs> but, uh, um, so I'll keep it brief. Uh, when the second one come round, because we'd said to everyone how good of a time we had, and uh, like we ended up wrecking the gaff and that. We brought more people. <laughs> yeah. uh, more people come, and then more they demolition. they had it in their heads to like, oh, let's smash the spot up. When we were wrecking things, it wasn't on purpose because we wanted to damage things. Except like, you just kicked the lampshade. St- oh, oh, s- things just happened. <laughs> <laughs> you have too much drink. <clears throat> maybe yeah, we too might be many... merging the two nights together with M- some maybe of the like info. T- too many other things. Uh, I don't know what that could be. Like, yeah. uh, but uh, accidents happen. Uh, yeah. What can I say? Some lasso was going to kill you, no, wasn't she? Uh, oh, I can't remember oh. if she had a broken bottle or a pair of scissors or what it was, but I come into a bedroom and there was some blast trying to fly at you with so much sharp and three people restraining her. Blonde, uh, uh, I can't remember the nickname we had for her. That's why, yeah. Oh, she was horrible, like I. Uh, and uh, so, second time we went through, because everyone had in their heads that, like, oh, Gaff, wrecked the spot, Gar Wild, and that. As soon as we got there, pretty much like not even put our bags down and like had a drink it out someone punched a picture <laughs> and, like like glass, glass oh, picture and i was just like you know, i have not had a drink like and so spock got trashed again probably even like it was worse. definitely worse the second time no one was in the like the bedrooms anymore like people had got all the covers and the pillars were like camped out on the stairs in the middle of the stairs where like <coughs> You go to you go to your rooms and that's wrong. And uh, after that second one, um, <laughs> we punched a picture all of the way. After that second one, uh, they stopped doing them for some reason. <laughs> yeah. They stopped us coming why. through. We're like, yeah. oh, well, I'm still puzzled. Like, but, uh, I'm gutted that the spot we'll... got trashed and the night stopped. And uh, we, after the first and. We like how we like put it across to people. It just like got it in their heads that oh. they could just wreck the spot. Because I'm not for that. Mm. Like I'm not an asshole. I like to look after like other people's properties, whether it's like a hotel I'm staying in, or like yeah, yeah. don't get us wrong. I like I will pinch you like a towel. Toilet is like any of an old person or like whatever. But like don't go around like damaging like. I've I've got a mad story uh, about staying in a hotel. Uh, I've got fifty. Uh, oh, 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 as soon as I said them, that words and all these other stories come to me. But there's there's there was one. We went to fucking uh, this. Is it the Langdale or somewhere? Oh, I've said it now. It's a Langdale in fucking Ambleside. And uh, me, I took my missus there for fucking um, like Valentine's Day or something like that. And. Um, you know, when you're in a fucking hotel room with bird and, that and do whatever, 
Anyways, somehow I got fucking... No, what were you doing? Uh, <laughs> mate, what wasn't I doing? Uh, <laughs> but good, like answer, answer. good answer. <laughs> we claimed the fucking... I'm sure we claimed, like, the dressing gowns because they were fucking... They were, like, velvet, eh? They were class. It's all right, we're having them. They're, they, they were in the thing. And um, anyways, somehow... She's going to hate me for saying this, eh? But, like, I don't even care. But somehow we got fucking... I got jizz on the wall, but it was, like, joint velvet wallpaper. Like... <laughs> so, like... That's still there, eh? Yeah, no, well, the velvet, you can't get it out, so it was, like, we were scrubbing it with everything. And, oh, man, this is fucking it years ago now, like... Oh, that, that's no still more, there, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, it was... Oh, thinking about looking back at it, I was like, well, she was proper kicking off. You call me whatever. It's like scrubbing the wall, and it was like as you say, it's velvet. Like if you get, have you, have you ever had like velvet trainers or not? Is it velvet? I'm thinking of. It's like suede, sorry, suede, suede. Yeah. So it was like suede, like patterns on the wall, and it it, it got into the suede. So like when you try and wipe it off with a, a towel, it just makes it worse. Yeah. So it was just a big thing. We didn't get charged for it, like, but you know, <laughs> we just said about ruining hotel rooms. That's that's the worst I think I've done. Uh, well, I went to fucking. This is another one. I went to um, oh, Ravers Reunited in um, in Leicester. I think it was the have a look. Um, Sorry, in Emporium oh, yeah. or the O2. Like yeah, 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 yeah. It's Arcor night, so I can't remember who was on. It was New Year's Eve, um, so all the big names are on. Really, it was it was good good night. Like, anyways, um, we we went back, and I was I might have even told this story on the podcast before, but. We went back and I was, I was, uh, she, uh, she was lying there on the bed and she said, we'll order some food, you know, and that it was like fucking four in the morning or something like that. I was like, no worries. So I went downstairs in this Premier Inn to, um, to go and wait for the food. She ran me and she was going, you need to get upstairs now. I says, what's wrong? She says, just come and have a look at this. I went up and then went into the, the room and she goes, I just laid down on the bed just to chill out a bit. I looked up and then there was a final, like giant, the final alarms for smoking. So someone had covered it with a used Johnny. Oh, mate. But, like, oh. it was still, like, there was still bits hanging from the... Oh, it was disgusting. Grim. Grim. <laughs> so we got four in the morning, the poor lass on the till, like, she moved to the rooms because it was still, as I said, stuff in it, but yeah. it went onto the bed. Like... Well, you're not sleeping there, right? Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Definite upgrade. So, upgrade. She, ah, well, she gave us another room and she goes, oh, by the way, you can stay anywhere in the UK for free for one night. So, obviously, we stayed for, like, a London trip where it's a little bit more expensive. Oh, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we have had weird experiences in hotels, isn't that? Funnily enough, I think we've been stood on the car park of that same hotel at, like, four in the morning after coming back from the Emporium. Yeah, Emporium's uh, a great club. Glasby's retirement <laughs> or something like that, where, was it... Yeah, so going to give all his records. Uh, out, was like. it someone in Robbie's room had done been smoking in the in the hotel room and set the thing off in the middle of the night, or was that a different night down there? I can't, I can't mind, Paul. Do you know what I like about there? Remember. Everyone seems to stay in the same hotel when you go down there. It's always like the the Premier Inns um, by the the, by the roundabout, um, and I can't remember what it, what it's like outside. I vivid. Um, but I remember coming downstairs, heading to the to the to the rave, and like all the artists and that was staying there as well. So like I was with, the, I don't know, I don't know if he's known or not. Like do you know, um, Rob IYF. Uh, ah, yeah, yeah, I know. Well, I don't um, know him, but I know who he is. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Got some of his tunes. Ah, I think so. Well, so I, 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 me, there was me, him, um, uh, my missus, 
a couple of, a couple of lasses that he was with, and um, who was the other one? Was it Rico? Have you had a DJ Rico? Um, oh, Power oh, yeah, producer. Yeah. We were all together. We came downstairs and it was like a meeting of everybody. Like it was all the MCs were there, all DJs were there before and another nice camaraderie. It's like yeah. everyone, everyone was just excited. New Year's Eve, no one was um, just turned up and fucking off. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was there and they were there for the night. Yeah. So oh. we went there and then I'm sure like Joey Wright had a had a had a room of his own doing like the hard style stuff. Or is he still was. big, Joey Wright? Uh, I'm sure he's just done a Power Stomp album, hasn't he? Like a, a, a funded. Uh, is Sarah Big getting quite massive at uh, a. He point. was doing Remember destructive like tendencies. 2018, uh, like destructive that. tendencies went huge, didn't it? Like hmm. in Europe. Right. But fucking. The Joey Riot thing, I think he's came back and he's done uh, a Power Stomp album for Lethal Theory relaunch, and it's like I a crowd funded thing. I mentioned that there'd been some sort of a. Is it uh, this Power Stomp three or something? I I, I haven't I have, to be honest with you I haven't heard any of the tunes on it at all like that, but um, yeah apparently he's back doing bits and bobs. Uh, but yeah, fucking great night there. Eh? Um, of 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 choice, what's your like your preferred genre? Like what you go to? Because you're more like Machina, aren't you? To mix, it would be Machina. Because I just think it's the funnest thing yeah, yeah, to yeah. mix out of all genres. But to uh, listen to um, maybe hip hop. Hip hop. Or if you want a dance uh, yeah. music answer. Um, re- uh, sorry, uh, trance. Right, good. Trance, or like a rave breaks, uh, drum and bass. <coughs> and. Uh, some house, I'm picky on house, but uh, do you want to name any more genres? We've almost named them all now, yeah. No, we haven't. <laughs> what about you? What's, what's your, what's your go uh, to? Probably hardcore, hardcore, probably. Right. Is that for like mixing and for just casually listening as well? Uh, if mixing more the old stuff, really, Aye. I can't get away with them 30 second intros right into the three minute breakdown, yeah. Um, for whatever reason. I don't know why, but like a lot of producers started doing sixteen bar intros, and then not even like kicking in at the bass, it just goes straight into the break. It started to do it in in bounce, but that didn't last very long. Um, Good. I, and even th- this is another one as well in house music. I was listening to a tune, an extended mix the other day, um, and it was in um, UK uh, UK house party on Spotify. So it's like a, it is a big. If you make it into there, it tends yeah, to be a big yeah. tune. Um, and the full extended mix was two minutes five seconds <laughs> like that's intro outro say five seconds on it so it's a I'm minute long still song. scrolling through uh, my list looking yeah, for the next uh, tune by the time uh, it's finished uh, how mental is that though like two minute extended mix I wouldn't like to see what the radio it is like maybe 59 seconds somewhere like that <laughs> no, it would, yeah. it would be uh, yeah 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 uh, 30 second clip it'd be, it'd be literally like an 8 bar breakdown and then like Maybe uh, 32 bar. Yeah. First kick off. Mentally. Usually, if I'll download like a fairly new art and unless I immediately think of some creative way to actually mix with it, it's probably yeah. a, If I'm not playing that first, I'm probably not playing it. I know exactly what you mean. Even though the tune's probably brilliant, but if the start and the end are mixed out of shite, then I'm probably not that interested. When I when I was playing a bit of hardcore, I used to like starting with. Um, 
Stormbanks tune, um, say like Rip to Pieces or something like that. He's probably my favourite of the newer people, like Stormbanks. Yeah, his melodies are amazing. Do I know what Rip to Pieces is? I don't know if you know what that one is, but you'll know what uh, some of his other tunes are with you. Oh, I, 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 I know the name Stormbanks. Like, yeah, it's uh, just got like a class. 16 bar intro, a little fucking drum fill, and it's into the break. So I used to just start with the little drum fill into the break because. I think it's pointless just mixing 16 bars and then drop it. I'm more of a producer than a DJ, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, but it, as a DJ, the, the fun aspect of it's not there for me. If you're just mixing drums into a break, it's, yeah, it's not uh, funny. It's uh, like... Not getting enjoyment out of it. It's not like a good mix. I like I like I like mixing set trance, for instance, old old style trance, where you get yeah. like a good two and a half minutes of. It's hard house for me. Yeah, hard um, house. Yeah, I said Machina before because it's uh, <coughs> there's a lot more of that. Yeah, with samples and stuff. But with hard house, it's just nice, long, smooth mixes. Yeah, you can um, get melodies and counter melodies against each other and stuff like uh, that. I think that's, uh, I think that's amazing. Well, um. In the mixing bars, there isn't really much melody going on. Mm. Be like nice stabs and hoovers, uh, and so it's just perfect for nice long mixes. Aye. So right, we'll move on then. Eh? Uh, I wanted to ask you about uh, you were doing. Oh, you told me about it not so long back. Uh, uh, the night in White Haven you did. So it was like Doofenreedy's Hardcore in Heaven or something like that? Is oh, that... right. I can't remember the actual uh, name of it. Uh, is that, is that, was that right? You'll know. I can't honestly remember. I can, <laughs> I can vaguely remember being there and doing it, but I can't remember any of the circumstances. <laughs> he, he's manager. He's uh, team manager. Um, I just show up and do it. <laughs> at the time, my YouTube had sort of exploded a bit. And uh, I'd uh, was starting getting like a good fan base. Yeah. And um, I was getting comments off people all the time that uh, I should put some it on. Um, on YouTube, the subscribers they would say like, "Oh, you should have your own event." But like on Facebook, off like local people, I'd had messages all when I spoke to people, um, yeah. saying like, "I should trial trial my own thing," and. I can't remember the manager of the, the club. Gash. But, uh, yeah, I. He's a uh, stew. Is he? Yeah, stew. Yeah, yeah, I. Good bloke. I yeah. shout out stew like I. Uh, hey, what you these, by the way? Right, I will shout out stew. Respect me. <laughs> um, so I had a bit of a crack with him, and he was um, inter interested on the idea of a trial and a night where yeah. me and him will just come through and just do the decks for the. A full night, and we'll maybe like fetch someone with us to do an hour. I don't know if we did or not. Um, um but uh, I thought, right, I'll have a go to just uh, doing a doing a night, uh, because with the the YouTube channel uh, success, uh, any hardcore mix uh, I don't like, uh, like we don't we done it together. I wouldn't do a hardcore mix by myself. Yeah, so I was like, we'd really do. And um, so we uh, we put put an event, but I didn't really put much effort into it. The everything was crap, crap. Really, the flyer uh, was made from like a really good graphic designer. He's made loads of uh, 
good half for me and for other labels and events yeah. and whatever. But I wasn't really happy with uh, what it sent us. Did the date but, not land on somewhere else as well? There was, um, I don't know, there was some sort of problem and, like, we were pushed for time and things, so I was just like, I just had to get them, uh, get the artwork, uh, uh, commissioned artwork and uh, print the flyers, posters, whatever. Yeah. Not as much time got put into that as what I've liked. And because I was doing other work and stuff, I didn't, I didn't do the, the social media marketing, like yeah. what I should have done. And uh, it was it was minimal effort, and because of the minimal effort, it wasn't like a massive turnout for the night. Yeah, can't remember what door numbers were. There was a like a few in. It looked like half were like busy at, at one point, but it wasn't like any other rave that I've put on where it's been sold Decent. out like like packed out uh, crowd. Uh, yeah, but it was nice to just uh, do some for for us. Like, yeah. I'm sure you'll appreciate that with having your own label and event and things yeah. rather than uh, getting booked to, to play somewhere <laughs> else and maybe being... In the case of uh, uh, the situation with the Dutty Donkers lads, they didn't want us to play the Pendulum song, they wanted a uh, Monkey Classic, yeah. which is understandable. It's what they're after, isn't it? Ah, yeah, I, but it's nice to have freedom and just us to be able to play yeah, we whatever we wanted. Do you want to play uh, some Throughout the night on that, you know. What's that? We'll have played a load of drum and bass throughout the night at oh, some point on like the night. I, uh, probably. Um, I want to ask you about a thing as well that you obviously talk about promoting nights and that. You did, uh, did you do like some sort of vibe night? You were saying you were, t- we were talking <laughs> off camera. Um, ended up doing a couple. There was, oh, there was one I'd done with, um, MC Burgos yeah. uh, from uh, Dirty Donkers, and I'd done another one with uh, a pal of mine, uh, both uh, successful nights, uh, good numbers. In fact, the one uh, in particular that uh, me and Berg done, the first one, it was the best rave and like night out working had had in ages but yeah i remember that there, there wasn't uh, many events on I, there was no happening at the time fusion i'm sure had been I, shut for two, fusion yeah. had been shut i'm and, sure uh, i was talking about we're talking about you and we're yeah. just like right oh well then we'll we'll, we'll. well I, I remember talking about it right and with with someone and i was thinking there's been nothing in years at this point like it'd been We'll say 2009, because like 2010, the scene was on its ass. I mean, and I'm talking locally as well, like recession and whatnot, feel the back end of that. 2011, I had to go put on events, not special, but there was maybe one or two events that year that were all right. Uh, 2012, you just did the, that vibe night, and I remember it be, there was actual hype again about the fucking the music and that, you know yeah. what I mean? It's hard um, putting a night on. I it thought is, I yeah, was yeah. just going to turn up nights. and do my usual first hour to nobody being there, and I like yeah. sort of looked round from behind the decks because there was this huge stand that we had at the time for four decks. Where was it? Where was this? I get it. It, it was, was in level two. Level two. two that's the one. I was trying uh, to I like look round. Turn uh, electric soup with mm. the the top floor. Yeah, and I was in a, the the big room downstairs. <coughs> looked round about twenty minutes in. The, the fourth place was fucking rammed. Yeah. Uh, the first one got good. Stu- good lineup in that as well. Like got stupid numbers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one lesson I learned was 
for one hour we paid for a, a DJ and two MCs and that was 600 quid that we'd right. spent for just one hour of the night yeah yeah and uh, so for any uh, up and coming promoters out there that's just getting into the game don't spend 600 bar in just one hour because um, although it was a great set there, the DJ and the two MCs back to back, yeah. you could add just one of the MCs on and then one of them on a, a different hour and got two hours now worth of a... Uh, the DJ probably wouldn't have minded like doing a, another set, but you'd be able to save money and it wouldn't be any like cost to your customers. They're still seeing the artists yeah. and, and stuff. So that was one lesson learned to like spend like too much money in just like one hour of like uh, the full I don't know how long the night was but maybe like eight six hours what like. I used to do this is just like a promotion thing that I used to do I don't know I imagine other people do it like because especially now where there isn't as much talent going through as there used to be but what I used to do is I used to put say like a good established artist on say like a, if it was a DJ with, a, with an up and coming MC or vice versa put an established MC on with somebody, a DJ, I thought had potential, and to sort of elevate their name up as well. Do you know what Fair I mean? Play, yeah. yeah. But no, and, and at the no same time, it's spreading that. the cost of the of the event as well. So it's you win win both ways, really. Uh, there's no one that would do that. Like I uh, fair, fair play. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Though, like, um, so like I said, I had an MC booked, and and I said a DJ. I thought, oh, he's sort of he's gonna do all right, him, but he's not sort of there with his name just yet put them on and do it that way same vice versa with things you know what i mean yeah. um and i just i found that that you you keep people in as well because like for instance you could have um an, an established mc on people will come to see that and then afterwards you've got an established dj on. well fucking hell he's on so it will stick yeah, around for fine. him and uh, whereas you put it all in one hour i always used to find whitehaven for instance uh I'd booked, I can't remember who I'd booked up in up in GL3. Uh, maybe, was it the Hicksie night, maybe? I don't know. I put, anyway, so was, the Hicksie was on, and I remember it was it was, it was was rammed, getting busier and busier and busier, up until Hicksie coming on. And then after he set, it just sort of mellowed out. I was like, <laughs> I'd stress when that happens. As soon as the, yeah. the special guest's been on, the, yeah. the dance floor leaves. It was it was still busy, but it was, this was rammed. This was yeah, like wall yeah, to wall. Uh, yeah, but uh, like I was like, oh, you know, if it stayed a little bit longer. <laughs> yeah, I felt sorry for the DJ who was on after him. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, but like uh, it was just a bit like, oh, do you know what I mean? It's not a full dance floor, like, and it probably never played to a crowd that big. But it's not the point, is it? It's, yeah, of course. We we'll, we'll call it the vibe. But yeah, like that's that's why I like to spread it out through the night. Uh, <coughs> funny story from uh, the the vibe night we were mm. just on about uh, I'm not sure if it was the first one or second one but uh, me and him were flying in oh, it was like, the first one was it the first one it was the first one it was whichever one Chris and Jerry done First the first one yeah sounds about right flying in at 3am on a like Friday night or whatever it was blowed up <laughs> we'd um uh, <laughs> Uh, something about uh, blue trees, like cannabis, like like smashed on that. And so we're at my house, got all of the flyers, like the posters, if you look at our bits and pieces, and uh, set off uptown to go and plaster them everywhere. And uh, beforehand, uh, because uh, 
that were smashed and um, I was like taking ages in me house, like getting everything together. He fell asleep okay. and so got the old Sharpie out, <laughs> drew on him, a Nazi thing on his forehead and... Uh, and he's been flying like that. I, I can't remember, like... Uh, oh, he, was, he was night He wasn't for the day because I was just pumping posters up everywhere, so yeah. I couldn't have got away with you for the day. And so I took <laughs> that. We went into the Vulcans Park first and laid everything out and planned where we were going to go and I did all prepped. Yeah. So we had this loose to do in town centre with all the cameras as loose yeah. as possible to do. So got everything ready. Then uh, went uptown and just like hammered the spot in the uh, posters. <laughs> he's, he's walking out with this Nazi thing on his head. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've got a picture. I've got a picture in it and a video. Um, after we've done this podcast, I'll ask him in private. <laughs> and if he approves, I'll maybe send you a picture somewhere. No and you worries. can like put the screenshot in. And it's the, coming the, on now. I've just made a note of it there while, while we're looking right. at the time. It's maybe coming on now. If, oh. if, if Reedy approves of it, it's coming on now. It's coming on now. <laughs> right. <laughs> nah, uh, class A, class. Um, so what was I going to say? Is there, is there anything, any gigs that out that that sort of stand out to you that I haven't mentioned um, mm. that you've thought, Oh, it's maybe worth saying about because I've just gone over what, what I. I tell you what, here's one. Then do you know when you first did a gig for me um, in working? Can you remember me picking yours up? And I had a fucking I had someone in the back. I had another DJ had picked up, and I had a fucking sound system and that in the boot, and you all had to squeeze in. Can you remember that? I picked no. I picked one of yours two from Annie P. I think. Uh, I can vaguely remember. We both uh, lived there at one point. Uh, I've lived with him for a bit. Then I had a house right next door to his, uh, and then there's, enough, was fun. Oh, there's yeah, another ladder a couple of day, uh, a couple of doors up. I, I lived with him for a bit. Shout Brett Carter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and and he's all squid. I think I had like a fucking I don't know, like a Peugeot two or six or something at the time. And and it, it had a sound system in, but the but the but the boot was wide open, and then he was like all squeezed in and fucking <laughs> tried to get to town. Cause he, I, I think I can't remember who was doing opening set or whatnot, but I think we needed a sound system for room two. Yeah, yeah, uh, <coughs> yeah. Oh, so that's, that was my first that actually, time. I think I can remember that actually now. Yeah, was that when uh, you had? Was it that when you had our car explosion in the back room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dead. I can remember that. Right? <laughs> um, Did. Do you have jams on that night as well? Possibly. I did two nights then. I know I had him on one of them. I just can't remember which one it was on. It, it was on. Um, but yeah, it possibly could have been. It might have even been in the back of the car. I can't remember. But, uh, I can, I've got vague flashes of like a night in Elliot's where yeah. our car explosion was on in the back and there was literally... Just us there. <laughs> yeah, it was dead. As I said, I was shy promoter, promotion that like didn't do much. It was. It's quite hard to do, and it requires so much work. I was just finding my feet. I think I mean, like it was yeah. like I think it was like the third event. It takes a lot of events to to yeah. perfect your technique in advertising promotion. Yeah, it, it is really hard. Before I go on to talk about. Um, Maybe my favourite, most memorable set. Uh, second might be the 
Ulverston Hair Car yeah. Night. I think, uh, pretty sure it was one of them, it was New Year's Eve. Did we do the, we the 12 o'clock? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, we did. Uh, I wasn't, I'm not sure if it was before or after, but no, like, I think we did midnight. We done like the, the midnight set on uh, New Year's Eve. And it was just nice to do your at, um, so you can do Beginning the Happy New, New Year's, Year's with, uh, with yeah. everyone. I can't remember what um, song I played, but we played. I think it had, did it have a U2, New Year's Dean? You played that, Dean. and then I think Dean. I played Concrete Dean. Angel Dean. after it. New Year's Day. Class. Right. Um, ah, but right um, so that was a really good set. I've got a particular, I don't know about him, um, while I'm doing what I'm going to do now, I can tell you about his favourite set. <laughs> but uh, when I come back, I'll, I'll tell you about, like, uh, when I would uh, say it's, like, my favourite set. Uh, yeah. Being on the decks Go on, watch yours, really. What I was going to say is, sorry, mate, uh, could I jump on toilet? Yeah, carry on talking or po- pause you the podcast. You built up so much suspense to that. And, yeah. Uh, Go on, mate, you just go. go on, I'll talk to you about it, mate. We've got two guests. Is there any more bevs? Yeah, I'll get you a beer as well. <sighs> what, what a good horse. Yeah. What a good horse. Not just, not just a pretty horse. I'll sort you one out when you come back down. But um, what was I going to say? Um, so what was your favourite favorite gig uh, that you've done? I don't know. There's been a couple, but I would say probably my favourite with Daft Ass. It probably... I think it was a Dutty Donkers reunion where me and him played like the first two hours without an MC. Right, I can and remember that. Was I'm that in sure that was Grips? another one. No, that was still in level two, I think. I think. Or was it somewhere else? I don't know, Burger, somebody rem- would know better. I can remember coming in to Grapes and used to were on first, I remember. Um, Might have been. Because uh, you did that, and then there was a one for charities did in level two, wasn't there? I think that's the one I'm thinking of. I think I know right. the charity one. Okay, right. Uh, that, uh, that, uh, me and him played the first two hours with like no MC, and it was absolutely rammed again straight away at oh, the start of the like, night. Vocal bounce and that, and just all the old classics, like all basically what Alex K tune can I find in my wallet, sort of thing. Excellent. Because okay. obviously there's other folk on after it. You don't want to start playing everything, do you? Yeah. Aye, but uh, so what? Why was it so good? Was it just because you had the the two hours of like freedom? Yeah, because by, by usually me and him are both on for an hour. We only get like three or four mixes a piece each, sort of thing. Well, to be honest with you, the revolt them them Dutty Donkers nights were always all right, weren't they? Like they were like really like good turnouts, and everyone was always up for like. I know it sounds daft, but like usually around here, it's usually just like the vocally clubland anthems. Yeah. Whereas uh, I feel like the Dutty Donkers lot were a bit more grittier. Like they like the. So so the best way to describe it would be you could have like an ultimate energy Alex K as as like a commercial thing, but they liked say Go DJ by uh, Alex K where it was a bit more yeah. like pumping and and of what you would call MC tunes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think that, that they, they had a good niche around here, didn't they? Well I think so anyways. Uh, one of the other ones would have been <coughs> It wasn't even a proper set. Uh, it was when we were down at them nights of Barra that used to be on the boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dave Coates' night. Right. And Dave Coates sort of fucked off somewhere for an hour and today just managed the decks for us for an hour and sort of left him ten minutes. 
think we were playing bounce and one thing. And let him be, get away for about 10 minutes. I was writing Hard House at the time, so I played like 25 minutes of Hard House while he was away doing whatever he was doing. How did that go down? Like, because there was one guy came out from the middle of the club. That's amazing, mate. Awesome. It's been my night. I, was like, I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't care about anybody else on the dance floor after that. I was like, I'm playing for you, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I remember um, playing, it was one of my own nights in, in TJ's, and it was last hour. And I was basically you have to keep just to keep the crowd there. You've got to keep it vocal. Keep oh it yeah, yeah. So we're there playing away, and one of the lads came in. I know from St B's, and he's like, "I'm not really into this, pal." I says, "I know, I know." He's, he's he likes tidy weekenders stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. He says, "Play some hard house," and I remember his face. But I only thought it was starting to quiet down. There was maybe about 40, 45 people in maybe, and uh, he. Uh, he seen me. He, he, he obviously knows his tunes and that. And I kept, I kept bringing in um, like shots of um, screwdriver. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Auburn. Rachel yeah. Auburn. So I was bringing in shots of that, and his face lighting up. It's quite a heavy kick drum on it as well, in comparison to like the club landy stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I brought that in, and as soon as that, dun 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 dun. Honestly, sitting same track again as the boat. He come right up to us like, "You've made my night, pal." <laughs> I don't know how everyone else liked it. You know, as I say, but yeah, like. People who like Hard House like Hard House. That boat was weird because there was like a bit of a dance floor right in front of you and then there was the bars down the left and right hand side and then there was stairs in the middle mm. so you couldn't see from the DJ box all the way to the back of the building but there was like three separate different dance floors along the length of the boat and Aye. like most of the people were in the middle Aye. and you couldn't actually see them but this one guy came out from the middle like, this is amazing, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Class. I've n somewhere I never went was the boat. Um, Banner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Same. So that was then. when I was basically a show for an Andy K round. Yeah. Uh, um, it'd have been good crack. I wouldn't have minded uh, going back in the day. So go on then. Tell us your favourite set. You've you've left us in anticipation. Um, we were once both asked to do a Dutty Donkers set. I've just named the same one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> a two-hour warm-up. Yeah, and just uh, there was no MCs on. No, it was not in Vine Bar, it was only level two. Level two, I thought it was, so it's a charity night then, or it was yeah. uh, the main uh, thing, um, main room in level <coughs> two. And I, uh, yeah, we were doing uh, the warm up, uh, first couple of hours just uh, playing whatever we wanted, really. And we didn't uh, plan any set or have an idea of yeah. anything of what we were gonna. Play, we just took our CD wallets and just, just winged it. And it was a, a little battle between us. I'll, um, I'll do an each of with tunes. Yeah, yeah, I. And the dickhead, the absolute <laughs> dickhead, because he knows I absolutely thrive off it, is. Uh, I forgot about that actually. So, yeah. so, so <laughs> uh, feel the tribute. Good tune. Um, I love that. I love mixing it. And uh, I bugger played it. And as soon, uh, as soon as he dropped out mixing, he like looked at me, uh, look because he knew I'd be like looking at him and that. Did you not? Because shaking my head. In my bound CD, I've got two copies of every CD, and I'm nearly sure he had the other CD in his hand. Class. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah, I think I was maybe even just going to play. For like, all about I, that. Mixing, I was devastated, devastated about that. Um, but yeah, it was class. That uh, we had no boundaries, and we were just trying to like our. I'll do, do each of on, on the decks like I um, and the crowd brilliant uh, the yeah. Duty Donkers lads they always like get a 
good crowd pull uh, yeah, good numbers uh, live yeah. right we'll end this section we'll be back in two minutes so back for part two uh, of the podcast and this is people's questions um, obviously having two guests on we'll have to get two answers off you if that's alright yeah after the questions uh, b- uh, before I end the podcast uh, I'll I've got a story to tell because well, I, I didn't tell it last time I was I'll there remind you. and I'll it's remind just you. fitting with Rudy being here with us remind you uh, so first question is evening Brad where, would you ever make more hardcore like the bitch you're doing 2017-ish also who is your favourite UK hardcore producer right now and that's from Andy HTID um, I'd probably make more hardcore if I had more time that's in short the answer um, it wouldn't be like what I was making then I'd probably try and be more progressive with it maybe a bit more euphoric stuff uh, favourite producer I've always had a soft spot for Scott Brown. Scott Brown's always been yeah. the boy That's for what me. I would say, uh, hard, um, for hardcore. Yeah, but then, I like Dougal and Gammers. That, like they, yeah. they did some great yeah. stuff. Fracas yeah. and Darwin. Fracas and Darwin, they great lads as well. I did a tune with them about three years ago. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, it's uh, <coughs> it, Pardon me. Very talented lads, they like very good. Uh, I would yeah. have said either Scott Brown or Fracas and Darwin. Like. Fracas and Darwin are one of them people as well. I know they've got the label Hardcore Underground, but I, I sometimes feel like the, their sound's a bit too underground for... They should get more credit than, than uh, what yeah. they get, I think. Definitely. Um, uh, but it's just like one of them the things. new Above and Beyond. Um, the, they just the did, But they touch on everything, they were. Like, like so some of the stuff that um, they were showing me, there was like, they were doing loads of Freeform, loads of UK Hardcore. They'd even do bits like, like Power Stompy bits and that as well. And yeah. then... Uh, and like they've got such a range. They do like some really good breakbeat hardcore as well. Obviously, if you listen to the albums, you'll see the variation of what they do. Yeah. But fucking really, really quality. Um, I'll have to I, have a look at uh, some of the other genre uh, things that they've quality done. stuff. Just bits and bobs on some of the albums that I've got it on. Right. Uh, Just bits but, uh, and bobs that are like. I like that. Was Diversions? Is that the name of one of them? Uh, yeah. Diversions. I think it's my favourite. Jan. Is that the one with? Free from form on it. Free from form, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That is a tune, that. Um, he got me into free form. We <laughs> ended up doing a mix at uh, some point, but he got me into <coughs> I did before, but, like, n- it's probably my favourite of all mixes. And, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, really like So, go on, then, who's your favourite UK hardcore producer? Probably like, Scott Brown of all time, probably. Uh, go on, then, see, so we've got the same answer. We've, all, we've all said Scott Brown. Which favourite so, Scott uh, Brown tune? Favourite Scott Brown tune. I think he stayed relevant for so long that he, he had all the different... Like, he was part of the bounty techno sort of happy hardcore scene where he'd done, like, Now Is The Time, stuff like that. Then he'd done the sort of 2000s hardcore where it was very much Scott Brown hardcore. It was, like, the euphoric melodies. We'd, um, I'm thinking of stuff along the lines like Rocky Softly, stuff like that. And then even now, he's still, he's still with the new stuff. He does his quality. So he's been around for such a long time. Yeah. And covered so still many Still ahead of his game as well. Oh, I would have said either Neckbreaker or This Is How We Do It. This Is How We Do It. It's a banging tune. Banging tune. All tunes mentioned. Mention. Good. Um, what was that? I like, is it All About You? I like, I like yeah, that that, that's probably my favourite of his vocally ones. Uh, I love that tune. I thought, I thought that was I prefer great. that to Elysium because Elysium went fucking crazy when... Yeah. Uh, was it ultra big fucking put vocals over it yeah mm. good, that's a good, good melody that though reminds, of a, reminds me of Fusion that song 
Right, next one is um, someone's put, uh, when are you bringing an event back to town? I used to love the stuff you put on. I had a variety of Italian bounce, hard house, nightcore, class days matter. Uh, also, what is your perfect all Cumbria lineup for an event? You've got four hours, go, and that's from Sai. Um, four hours of all Cumbrians. Um, I'd have to like sort of, I would cover all genres, I wouldn't just keep the one genre, I think. That'd yeah. be personally, uh, do you know what same. I mean? Same, I'll agree. Um, but the, there's a lot of untapped talent in Cumbria, I think. But like, like definitely not untapped because the. the they are known within sort of our sort of circle. They're not known enough. Andy K, prime example. Yeah. He's one of the most talented DJ in a full country, never mind Cumbria. He's very good. Uh, he's a good producer uh, and he's a good DJ as well. Oh, I, I he make his own tunes and he's class on decks. doesn't matter what genre he's mixing. He's <coughs> absolutely mint on decks. Yeah. I wish I was as good as Andy <laughs> on decks and never mind the scratching. So um, I'd have him on like hour three and I'd probably get him to play this new stuff that he's doing. I, I think he's a... Uh, He's, he's nailed that sound. It's like hard house meets hard trance meets techno. It's, it's really like a fucking amalgamation of everything. It's quality. Um, first hour, I probably got something like Italian or something like that. Um, yeah, Italian DJs. That's a really good idea for a um, for the start of set. Yeah, people walking into the club. Uh, nice. I'm not sure who I'd have on. Who would you have on? Piano. Ricky. If you're putting Italian on. Yeah. Who did you Riggy, if it was uh, Italian. Chris Rigg? Uh, ah, Chris Rigg, yeah. What I'd uh, maybe do is I'd do Chris and I'd do... I, I quite, quite rate that um, Gary Kay from Carlisle. Yeah. yeah. Them uh, two back-to-back back kick things off. Have you, have you done a podcast with him? With... Gary K. It's it's in it's in the pipeline. I was uh, gonna say find, I find I make the, it happen. The time. Uh, it was yeah. meant to happen in the last century event. I was gonna go through, but I don't think I know him personally. Like met him like yeah over over the but years he's, he's event. Done some... But I rate him as a DJ. Yeah, and I know he's uh, putting an Italian event on at, at the mini last night. Like about, last night wasn't it? Um, um it, Italian. What's it called? It, the Italian job. Can't mind. I was meant to go at the first one, but he ended up getting cancelled. So yeah. they do it lockdown, COVID, like whatever. Um, <laughs> so, and then second hour, I probably got bounce. Um, bounce wise, if, I don't know who I put on. Um, Yourself? No, but you, you're trying, you can't put yourself on, can you? Do you don't, because. There's a limit or jams, I would have said probably. If it's local lads. Yeah. You, Probably you couldn't yeah. pick better ah, people. Nah, than, sorry, go for outsider here. I'm going Zuni, right? Still Cumbria. I was about from Zuni. Yeah, yeah, from oh, Barra. Right. So Zuni from, and I might get the Dutty Donkers lads on the mic then. That's, that's for me. Yeah, uh, third uh, hour. Nice, nice compromise. Mm, third hour, I'd probably go for maybe Andy and Millsy back to back. Player what? Player. Whatever the hell they want. Whatever they want. <laughs> but it'd be like sort of moving on from bounce up like hard house. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, I would rather play hard house and. And then last yeah. hour. Um, I'd probably go hardcore. Hardcore around here. Who do I know? Obviously, there's used to. Probably, I might just put used to on last. For a, for a, for a hardcore set. Definitely. But uh, what about. Is there any hardcore MCs in Cumbria? 
I don't, I don't know. If there is, I, I don't know. Why. Oh, and for the first hour as well, with that Italian set, yeah. I'd put Frenzy on. I like Frenzy. I think he's a good, a good Italian MC. Do you know? Can I don't know Frenzy. A Cumbrian. Ah, uh, Cumbrian lad. I know the name. And, um, does he do Madison's? Um, yes, he, he did. I uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've, uh, I think lad. I've uh, met him. Um, oh, no, in fact, I put you as lot on last, but to do uh, uh, Hardcore and Machina, and I'd stick, I'd stick Aki D on, on the mic for Lost Hour. Good it's all, all, all Cumbrian line-up, that. Aki needs to do more. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, he's, he's coming on the podcast too long ago that he, he was uh, meant to be doing, but um, um, I don't know uh, why he didn't do it, uh, with, uh, what he was busy with yeah. or uh, whatever, but I was gutted uh, when he didn't end up doing it. Yeah. But, don't ask you, Aki D, sort it out. He's coming Get on here. back in the microphone. He's coming on here. And I'm going to get West him. Cumbrian needs to hear your voice at Raves. <laughs> I've got to get him to come on, and I, I remember him posting, uh, this must have been a few years ago now, he had like a rhyme book and that, so I'm going to get a picture of that to get on while he comes on and have a look through that and that, and he's got, he, he had a little rhyme book when he when he was, he said he found it, I think he found it at his mum's house or somewhere. I Just, thought he threw it out. Uh, I don't know, maybe maybe he did. I'm pretty sure that he, he threw it out, because uh, I had a... Bought it off him. <laughs> no, oh, but I off him just to give him it back five, ten years later when he realizes how important it is and how much of a bad idea it was to throw it away. But, I hope yeah. he hasn't thrown away and he has got it. Um, because there's loads of rhymes in there. I've uh, looked at it once or twice, and there's things in there that like he's never said before. Ah, you just um, never really got around to doing it. Yeah, like that. oh, but there's there's <coughs> one right, there's one rhyme in particular. Uh, I think it's a uh, Becky Becky Kenna Kenna will never forget you. I think it's that rhyme, but there's a massive story. There's a massive story. That's yeah. um, two of our good pals uh, passed away like when younger years ago, uh, like. R.I.P. Shout back in Kenner. Um, well, Aki wrote a rhyme, but uh, there was a massive story, and he didn't used to say the story. There was just like a little segment yeah. he used to say. I think he might get away with that now because that's where MCs have went. Haven't they? they went down the lyrical sort of doing like 32, 64 bar f- things rather than. Because if you if you listen like MC Stompton, yeah. just says a line, yeah, yeah, like, phrases and maybe like an eight bar thing, spells his name out like twenty times. Uh, uh, hey mate, it works. A song. That's my favourite MC. Go like, on, then. Oh, yeah. Tell I, us. I'm, I'm not blasting him here, like, <laughs> oh, no, not at all. Like, tell Stom- us your story. Come on. Stompton actually. Oh, here's your pal. Stompton actually <coughs> started maybe not writing rhymes, but one of the last times I heard him, he said something new. New, and I it know, was like I've heard a, it. a rhyme, and I'd like him not to do that because Stompton's just best when he just says just the hit. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> no, no, it's a nostalgia act, but it, it, and I say that in the most nice way. People want to see it. It's not as if you're a nostalgia act who's people's bored of. Not at all. So. Uh, yeah, a nostalgia actor that's thing. So come on, then, let, let me get this story out of you. What's this story you're holding out on? He said, oh. I'll tell you in a minute. What were we talking about? Uh, he said, when we come back, I've got one more story before you go in it here, and you didn't tell it on the last podcast. 
Oh, right, that was it. It was uh, how Monta started for me. Go on. Damn, because, right, I think when I first heard Monta, when I say Monta is um, some tunes made by the lads that uh, signed to the label and created the Monta Music uh, label. And I was maybe living in Newcastle at the time, 2010 or something maybe. And scrolling through the, the internet, uh, listening to new songs, um, going through the rabbit hole and whatever, then come across this, uh, this Monta Music, these right. new tunes. And I was like, oh, oh, new monkey stuff. Not like new monkey, but uh, new, new monkey stuff. So, press player, had a flick through, didn't like it. Right. Didn't like it. I was like, uh, there was like one or two tunes. I was like, ah, oh, it's kind of catchy, but nah, not a fan. It wasn't the new monkey that I was used to and, yeah. and loved. A lot of people like that with Bounce. Um, they they'll uh, just the classics and then the out new, it's just like, it's not like it used to be. I fobbed it off. I just, yeah. like, ah, uh, enough for me. And then a bit of time passed. Going down the rabbit hole again one night, uh, yeah. come across the tunes that I'd allow listen. And maybe a couple more, like, grabbed us. Or one that maybe perked my ears up the first time. And now I, I really liked it. I'm like, ah, oh, some, like, good tunes here and whatever. <clears throat> so then I very started slowly listening to the releases, subscribe to the yeah, yeah, SoundCloud, the whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, start listening to all the songs and that. And uh, started getting into it a little bit, like. And then I'm sitting in his in his living room. I don't even know if you were there at the time, but there's uh, me, possibly him, and another lad, and uh, a couple of lasses. And the lasses are like, "Oh, we're going to uh, <coughs> we're going to Newcastle shopping at the weekend. Do you know if there's uh, any any good raves on?" Right. Oh, so it's all starting to line up then, isn't and, it? Uh, Monta were having their, I don't know if it's the first or second rave. Yeah. In a liquid, little uh, liquid, I think it's called, because there's a massive club, Liquid Envy, that's like shut down now, yeah. unfortunately. Unreal venue. And there's like a little one above you. And uh, Lassie's like, oh, yeah, go and go shopping, but we want to go to a rave uh, at the night time. I was like, well, in fact, it was the second one. Because I think that's when they had uh, the first special guest and it was uh, a bloke called DJ Ruboy from Spain. Yeah. And Ruboy is like the uh, the Kenny Hayes of Spanish. He's like right. medal. He's under under a million Everyone's, different areas. Yeah, 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 right, okay. But like, yeah, yeah, he's engineered for uh, a lot of people. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, there's so many songs just made by this one bloke. Uh, Ruben Monero, I think it's called. Oh, that. yes, I do know that is, yeah, yeah. Right. And um, so I'm pretty sure it was second second monitor event and um, he was on. So I'm having a look through Facebook, trying to find an event for the lasses. Uh, and I'm like, oh, there's this new thing. It's called Monta Musica. And uh, they've got a really, really good um, special guest on from uh, from Spain. And it's a new monkey sort of night. He'll be yeah. playing all like new monkey tunes. And if I was going to a rave, I would definitely like go to that. It, it looks class. So then the lasses were like, 
why don't you come with us? And me and the other lad, couple of lads that were sitting there. Were you? Were you in the living room at this point? Or were you like somewhere else or something? Yeah. Know, possibly. <laughs> I, I don't actually. I feel like I went to that road boy event though. No, you went to one afterwards. I only no, went to a couple of them, but I can't remember you which go, ones. You didn't go to the first no. end though, because it was uh, me, Glenn, shout out Glenn, and Kong, shout out Kong, and uh, I think out the lasses, it was Jess and Jade. That was when she was christened Battleaxe. Uh, yeah. This is the name Batlax started. Right. right, so there was a, I won't say a Batlax yet. So there was a Jess and a Jade. Shout out Jess and Jade. Yeah. Uh, so um, they're like, oh, like come with us and that. And uh, me and Glenn or Connor, who was in the living room, like, eh, could be up for that and that, like. And so next, I think we were setting off the next day. And uh, we destroyed the, the lasses' uh, shopping uh, thing. The shopping wasn't happening. We were just going there for a rave. Right. And uh, so the the lasses who were meant to be going shopping, uh, they, they didn't even bother. Um, we just uh, we drove through, uh, went to the, the travel lodge where the other lasses had went on the, the train to, to do the actual shopping, went to the travel lodge, like, met them. And... Um, everyone got sorted and uh, went to the club and the, the lasses were going nuts at the other ends. So if you, you didn't even bother like come and shopping with us today and like you made us jump on a train by ourselves and uh, you only bothered about this rave and that. Uh, just not saying anything. I'll leave, I'll leave you as to discussing amongst yourself lasses. And so uh, anyways, right, get to the club. Class. 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 Uh, one of our one of our pals, who was very intoxicated by this point, um, she was just like sitting on the stage and like swaying and uh, me, me and Batlack, no sorry Jade, me and Jade, yeah. me and sensible Jade, uh, were like, oh, I should maybe take her back to the hotel. She's a bit worse or whatever. And uh, someone was like, oh no, like. Give her a pill and like sober her up a bit. Like, <laughs> like bring, you know, stop her being drunk and she'll be flying and like sober yeah. her up and that. Or kill so, her. So we're like, oh, great. No, I wouldn't even do that, that in that situation. Unless they were like <laughs> allergic to ease or something like that, but we knew she yeah. wasn't. Pharmaceutical so, doctor right there. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I'm a doctor. Dr. Chris JQM. <laughs> <laughs> the JQM um, uh, means dual quest master, but it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a different story. It's a different story for a different day. Yeah, I'll try and keep this brief. And so, <coughs> someone uh, gave her the last appeal and um, wasn't like sobering up or whatever. And uh, so, we're going to have to take her in a, a, a taxi. So, me and uh, Jade uh, uh, Got, uh, got Jess, went in taxi, took her back to, back to the hotel. Aye. And then while we're in the the taxi going there, coming back, we're going to call off the rest of the people in the club. And they were like, oh, we're all going to go now. And uh, we're like, wow, what's going on? And someone else had like, been sick or something. And uh, they were just there. Uh, they were just wanting to get out of there. And um, Jade said to me, like, what what, what you want to do? Um... I want to like go and find them or do you want to like go back to the hotel and I was like well 
I'll come here to rave. Like, I, I, I was only in there an hour before, like, we needed to take care of home or back to the hotel or whatever. Like, I was kind of want to enjoy myself. She's like, oh, I'm so pleased you've said that because that's what I want to do. Like, yeah. I didn't come through here to go girls shopping. I could do that online. I would come through <laughs> the rave and that. And Class. so this was the start of me and Batlax bonding. And uh, so went back to the club. I had a, a belt a night. One of the other lads had got lost from the one other lad we had at Widows. Yeah. And uh, he'd been, like, walking off a field from miles away from a supermarket uh, trying to get a 24-hour drink uh, to get back to the city centre. When he got to the club, I bumped into me and Jade. Uh, it's like, oh, I'm so pleased to see you. I've been walking around miles and that <laughs> for hours and that. And uh, I had a really good night. And then... Uh, Got a taxi, went back to the hotel, went to walk in and that. Um, Techie names and whatever. And because the lassies had like booked this uh, hotel room uh, and uh, we were just like going to sneak in and like stop in their room and that. So I mean, the, the other two lads, we weren't prepared for this. We didn't have a room and all. And so we couldn't get into the hotel. And then I was just like, oh, well, I'll get a room. Then how much for a room? No, we're all fully booked. Like you can't yeah. get a room. So what you're saying, like, I can't sleep in this building, not even in my friend's room that's been paid for. Nah, no, I can't, can't allow it. So I go, oh, no. So we had to go in car with, like, a dog's uh, skinned up a joint to try and, like, relax or whatever. Uh, there was, like, a couple of cans in the, the, the car, I was sitting drinking them. And uh, Jade, she was like, oh, well, I'm not going back to the room to, like, go to bed. I'll just chill you, uh, chill with you in the car. I'll have like a drink and a crack and that. I was like, ah, oh, good last than that. She's like, oh yeah, I'll go up to the room. The lasses will be asleep now. I'll pinch all the drink and fetch you back down. Class. I was like, awesome. So she potters off, goes into the hotel, gets the, the drink and that. And then uh, when she comes outside, comes from the car. And uh, she's like, doof, we forgot. I'm like, forgot what? The, the last word that had a, a pill to try and sober up. Well, we'd forgot about her, that she was in the hotel and, like, wrecked and that. Uh. So when uh, Jade's went in there for, for the drink, she's obviously found uh, Jess, like, wrecked and that. And uh, so she ended up uh, coming out and we were just sitting in the car, absolutely bouncing tunes for hours. <laughs> just while um, we were waiting for the driver to sober up so we could, like, drive yam. Uh, anyway, now, all the other lasses in the, the, the hotel, they uh, just come down by themselves. And so we're just sitting in the car park for ages. Jade's lining up bottles for me to, like, throw stones at and smash them just for, like, stuff to do, try and kill time. Tunes are bouncing. And then we kept running out of drink, and uh, so I was like, Jade, any more drink in the rooms? And uh, she was like, ah, there's, like... None of mine, but I can't uh, check uh, the other lassies, so she went, like, on a, on a mission. Come <laughs> come back with more drink. Uh, I was like, oh, sound. She was like, oh, they, they um, didn't have none in the other room, but I, was ma I managed to get it off someone else. I was like, oh. Legend. Sound. And then we ended up drinking that, and I was like, oh, I could do uh, some more drink. And... Uh, I was like, uh, fancy going back in, trying to get some more drink, Jade, and that. She's 
what else? What, what do you think I am? It's like you're a bloody battle axe. There wasn't even any uh, drink uh, before when you went. But here we are. You've like fetched them and that. Right, no worries, Doof. I've got this. So I went in and there. She's just knocking on Doors. every door in the hotel. Have you got any drink? Next door, have you got any drink? And that. Hell. Come out with two carrier bags, ramming full of the stuff. And I was like, you've definitely earned the title, uh, Bat Batlax now. To finish the story, when we... Got, where we oh, I might get in trouble saying this. Go on, just when, when we got yam, uh, we're all chilling, man, ran out of drink again. And uh, uh, we were saying, oh, we need to go to Tesco's, uh, get some more drink and that. And uh, by this point, we'd spent all our money, like everyone was broke and that. I had a, a, a bank card on the side. It was a new card in the envelope, hand send the pin sort of thing. I was like, oh, yeah, I've got a new card, do you? And like shopping do up and I was like, oh, he hasn't been activated. I was like, oh, you just need to use it to activate and she was like, well, what's a pin? I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, it's a new card. And I just take that. You'll be all right. And now you'll, you'll, you'll survive. You battle axe. I have faith yeah. in you. And so God knows how she done this. But her and someone else went to Tesco with my bank card. with not even signed on the back. No <laughs> pin number. No now. And then she come back with two. Tesco bags full of drink and sweets, chocolate and, uh, and stuff. With I, 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 honestly, I don't know how she done it because I know they didn't have any money. But like, come back with the bags. I was like, oh, card walked there. She was like, oh, don't even ask, Steve. Just don't ask in that boat. Have I done well? Have I done well? <laughs> yes, you have. Looking We're all pal like. I saw like I battleaxe has stuck like uh, and I've been very close to her since. She's had uh, a new baby of late, which well done, I'm, baby battleaxe. I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I don't know the new baby's name. Baby battleaxe. So I'll be a future terrible godfather if I'm chosen <laughs> to be one. So my apologies, <laughs> uh, but you know how much I love you. <laughs> and uh, well, if it wasn't for this shopping trip and like whatever the lasses like. I wouldn't have went to that first yeah. Monta event because after that I was like I probably enjoyed that night I'm loving like the Monta tunes like I'll start doing some mixes and stuff Looking and then more, I start yeah. doing Monta mixes and then my like DJ career exploded like from them from a lassie shopping trip like I guess technically because yeah. I didn't like Monta before and well it was alright <coughs> but it didn't proper grab us like the first time I heard New Monkey type yeah. back on it I know what you mean. Right, we'll just tie this up today because we've been going two hours now, so... Have we? We have, I. Don't feel okay, subscribe for more mixes. Yeah, sorry, so. sorry, Rudy's not, like, said anything. Sorry I've <laughs> talked absolute S-H-I-T. I've tried not to swear. Uh, we've been on we'll continuous but I've just got back from a, a festival and I'm still mortal and I'm right. still talking S-H-I-T. Where, so, can, where can we oh, find you, then? Do a few kids. Hell! Okay. Well, you're you find me in a coffin in hell in probably tomorrow morning. Too few care. Um, I've got a Instagram and a SoundCloud. That's about it. You won't find us on Facebook or out like that these days. If you've right. got my number, you've got my number. <laughs> right. No worries. Uh, uh, sorry. 
Shout out Neil Jermaine, Sean Jermaine once again. <laughs> to Newcastle. Well, I sound like I said, oh, my cousin Neil, yeah. he'll want to shout out. I sent it, I sent him, it wasn't too long ago. It was like, back of the van, yeah, Chris, that was sound that, like, uh, <laughs> from I enjoyed it. So, <laughs> hold tight, uh, Neil Jermaine, A C T I V E, active M I C. Right, cheers for listening. Don't forget, share with your mates. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on, boys. Ballistic, ballistic, we're going to make you kick it. Right, see you later. Pleasure.